What's up, everyone? Music is the key. Happy Tuesday. Chaotic Blaze here with my man on the right-hand side of your screen. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, he's here in, in the virtual world. We got Daryl. What's good, Daryl? Well, I'm feeling good, Blaze. Uh, uh, coming off a, a, a beautiful time in Atlanta. Uh, it, it's just always beautiful anytime I get to be around loved ones. Family, I got to see my daughter. You know how I was Aww. feeling about that. So, Yay. yeah. Um, got down at a live record store, uh, able to get down, got some nightlife in, and, you know, to spend. So I'm feeling real good. I'm feeling very good. How about you? What's been up with you? Good, man. You know, still Orlando life and living. Have some projects coming up. You know, we spoke a little bit backstage about, but once I get some dates confirmed, I will definitely uh, make it a point to announce it here on Music is the Key. So excited. Oh, oh yes. Ear. I'm so excited my freaking hoop earring just fell off. Uh-oh. Oh, we're starting off <laughs> with the good. earrings yeah, coming down. Yeah, we starting off for real. Um, <laughs> but yeah, besides that, it's, it's just, you know, everything's good, man. You know, I'm here on the East Coast, so I know we're still adjusting or you're adjusting to, you know, yeah. doing it. It's still freaking bright as hell outside, yeah. <laughs> especially with the time adjustment. But uh, with that being said, you know, I got some treats today. Um, I'm sure you do, too, so... Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I got some treats today. Uh, I'm. I think I'm. I'm gonna start off with. Um, we're gonna start off with West Loop. We're gonna start off with West Loop, Chicago. Hey. Um, the name of this song is called Divinity. Um, I heard this song uh, probably about two weeks. It was about two weeks ago, literally. Um, it was during uh, Zara Habib was spinning, and I guess West Loop had sent her a bunch of bunch of tracks, um, a mm -hmm. bunch of different. Uh, 45s and you know 12 inches and, and I'm sitting here thinking like man like what is that so you know I jumped in a little uh in the chat and I inquired about it and one of these tracks happened to be this track that I'm about to play right now it's called um Divinity and it again it's from West Loop Chicago and let's go ahead and jump right into it because um you know I, I love the the mood of this I love the feel of this and I think that everybody else should too so taste it Thank you. 
That's Divinity from West Loop, Chicago. Just on a on a, a real jazzy, like broken beat kind of get down. And, yeah. um, you know, that's how I want to start off today. You know, something real smooth and cool, you know. These drums are <laughs> funky. It really was. It really was. Those and, keys, uh, too. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. see where you coming. Yo, my first selection is actually like so opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because you know we 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 dive into everything and it's so good to know that both of our I guess collections are so eclectic and, and oh, yeah. different and we can really get a taste of everything um just with what we decide to pick for that day. So yes, yes. that being said, we're going to Queens, New York. I'm not from Queens, but I've lived there for a very long time in different areas. So it's like my second home away from <laughs> home. And um, one of the MCs I think about, at least in my high school days, uh, when I think about Queens, Mr. Noriega. Ooh. Yeah, Nori. Um, this is actually Melvin Flint, The Hustler, his second album. This is 1999 shit right here. So uh, tw 23 years ago is so crazy. Just to even think about it. Um, but the song I actually chose today, it, when I was listening to this, I was like, yo, I totally forgot about this song. And when you listen to the beat, it definitely brings you back um, to about 20 plus years ago, um, especially with the whole Rough Rider movement, like that sound that that Swiss beast was definitely coining. But specifically with this song, we thug it, we thugged out with Missy Elliott, the feature. Mm. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna let the song breathe a little bit, right? Yeah. You know, I'm gonna wait for her verse. But it just, it, it just brought a smile to my face just thinking about the '90s. So here we go, Noriega, Missy Elliott. We thugged out. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> we thugged out. Noriega featuring Missy Elliott circa 1999 <laughs> off of his second album. Melvin Flint, the hustler. If you wasn't head bobbing to that, I don't know what to tell you. Yo, you props to Nori. Like, I, I really like Drink Champs and what he's doing now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bam, bam. You, you know what's so funny about that song? I'm laughing because it said, he said, I'm not a sky captain, so put your own shit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> bars and his uh, unique uh i guess how would you kind of deliver it like say it his offbeat delivery i always love off his pace delivery. rather not offbeat sorry off pace yeah i always loved his delivery his delivery is just crazy um i really love noriega and i love what he's doing and and it, man that's so funny because you just play somebody from queens i'm gonna save it but i got another queens person coming for you guys um and I've really been in a Timberland. I literally have, even though that's not a Timberland track, I've been in a real Timberland type of thing. So it's so funny, man, how music is such the connector, you know. Um, yeah. It'll put you in that mind. You know, we, we all are connected in certain ways. And that's so funny, man. It's weird how we on them same wavelengths, you know. But, yeah, that's real cool. I like what you just did. So I got something from Queens coming over here in a second, but I'm going to hold on to that. We're going to let that breathe, too. Oh, somebody, we got these weird followers starting to hit us. So I guess now we're, we're, we're starting to make it. We're starting to get to the point where we're starting to get spammed on the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my weird followers. I don't know if that's a, is that nice? Yeah. When people want us to buy followers and spam. And so maybe we, maybe we're doing, uh, maybe we, we, we've arrived to something like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, what I'm getting ready to take us right now is with, uh, vanity on the wild animal Ooh. album. And, um, this album, this was post Prince, obviously. Um, this was 1984. So she had already left the stable. And the song I'm getting ready to play, I'm going to let this breathe a little bit too, because there's someone on this song who's another uh, purple artist who left the stable, and he goes by the name of Morris Day. Uh, the song I'm getting ready to play for you guys is called Mechanical Emotion. And um, it just has one of it's. You know, it's funny, man, like my friends and, 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 and even you've said it, it's just like people are starting to say, oh, yeah, that's a Daryl feel. Well, this is definitely one of those. And um, you're getting ready to taste it right now. This is Mechanical Emotion by Vanity. And um, I want you guys to taste it. She's a little bit off on the vocals, but I never, who cared? It was Vanity. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, 
done another couple takes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I think this was around that time I don't know man. I love this song so much as a kid, you know. I don't know why I like it. it was the beat. And um this is one of those records that um, I just kept and I kept it in very good condition. And she saw me kind of staring because I realized who she was. You know, as a kid, you don't really have etiquette. And I'm just looking at her. And she came over. And she gave me a kiss on the cheek. And that was around. The, that was around this time. So I, yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I'm gonna start crying. Oh, then she gave you a little rap right here. Check her out. But yo, her tone just f- totally changed with the it with did. the rhyme. It did. It, I almost prefer that than the Oh my god. If you would have <laughs> kept that tone, but that's that's the you know, I, that's that one thing that you can say about um that purple, that that purple rain. You know, and not rain, but rain. Um, he had her sounding completely different than this. Yeah. She didn't. Yeah. Like, uh-uh. No, nah, you're not gonna <laughs> do this because he realized that she was a model, so he knew what her strengths and her weaknesses were. Yeah. Um, somebody let her go in there and just be because um, this whole album is co-produced by um, a gentleman named Bill Woofer and Vanity, so that lets you know she has a lot of um, artistic. Um, <laughs> creativity on this album so <laughs> okay yeah well rest in peace to her phone. too she she passed a couple of years ago she did yeah i i'm actually you know i have a soft spot for bruce lee which in turn i i, I really like the movie the last dragon and i follow their ig mm. <laughs> and they're always showing love to to vanity yeah um all the time obviously she she was in that movie as well yeah um so yeah and i have a prince connection coming up a little bit later 
See, actually, see what I'm saying? <laughs> We've been doing this all show. So, yeah. Yeah. So I already loaded the next track, so I'm not going to, I'll get into that. Actually, when is it? Hold up. It's actually, I saved it for the last track. But anyway. Okay. So with Noriega, Puerto Rican from Queens. Actually, he's, he's Puerto Rican and he's African-American, but Puerto Rican from <laughs> Queens. I'm going to another Puerto Rican. Actually, this is the second album from this legendary artist that I've featured on this show. Um, percussionist. He's played with the likes of Dizzy Gillespie. He's played with Quincy Jones. Mm. He's just the man. Tito Puente. Uh-oh. You got to let that ride some, though. Oh, yo. This song I'm about to play is the title track from Para Los Rumberos, which is basically for the dancers. For the dancers. The, the rumba dancers. But this song, specifically, I used to dance you know, professionally, but when I, the only thing I've trained in uh -huh. were breaking, I wasn't training, I just was breaking and whatever. But anyway, with salsa, I actually went to school and all this stuff. And I'm, really? It was, yeah, because my pops was really into um, salsa dancing and performing and um, he got me involved in it. So learning from a school as opposed to just dancing with your family yeah. is totally different. So I was getting into dope turns and spins and all this stuff. Wow. Um, but this song was this our show song. If we had a show, this is a song. It's very high tempo, very a, a lot of energy, just dope, even just dope to listen to. But when I when I heard this again today in selecting the, the songs for today, I was like, yeah, this shit is just fire. So I'm going to just share it with you guys if you haven't heard it. Um, yeah, so Tito Puente para la, or los rumberos for the dancers. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're going to probably want to get up at your seat. But yeah, I'm going to let this run. Oh, so you're just telling me right now to go ahead and get out of my seat. Basically. I, I see what you're saying. Let's okay. go. Para los rumberos, Tito Puente, 
circle, a circle, <laughs> circa 72. Bang, bang. Yeah. Those. Cool. <laughs> I was like, I was sitting there the whole time, like, wait a minute. It, it, it's so many different tracks that came to my head that you could make off of that one. And I'm sitting there like, oh my God. And you grew up with that? <laughs> yeah, Ooh. man. Yeah. Yo, side note, I've been doing some deep diving on my ancestry account. Okay. And on my father's side, I have been able to go back to the early 1800s. What? In Puerto Rico, in the same town, Umacao, in Puerto Umacao. Rico. And it's just crazy just to see these crazy ass names. They're not like a Juan or Maria. They're like some crazy shit. Anyway, but it's it's humbling to know that I could go all like legit to like 18, I believe 34 in the same town that, you know, multiple generations came out of and then eventually ended up in New York which is the journey of, of many Puerto Ricans in the United States today, but That's true. it's, it's, it's dope. Like, you know, this type of music is part of our culture and it is, is it, it is a collage of just different influences from our African roots, our native roots, mm -hmm. our Spanish roots, all mixed together. So this song is actually a good representation of that for sure. Where, um, where in relation to Umacao, is it like in the middle uh, uh like southeast 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 yeah. okay okay yeah i that's a place i really i really would love to visit um i really would um just i think over the last couple of years i've learned a lot more about puerto rico and i'm very interested in like just from the music to um uh what was the, the uh, coke what's the drink coke coke uh, what's the drink What's that drink? Coqui? Oh, uh, Coquito. <laughs> co Coquito. Yeah, I love that drink. But I mean, just just different little things I've learned um, over the last couple of years. I mean, I, I really would love to just learn more about Puerto Rico and just to see it because it's, it's always been such a proud, um, a proud heritage. Everyone that's from Puerto Rico is just proud of it, proud yeah. of it. And, um, and I wish that was one thing about like like black people we really don't know where we from where we're from you know what i'm saying um because we all came on these different ships and we came from different places but i i think it's always so beautiful when people know where they're from and and they're proud of that heritage i think that's why i hold on to the music the way i do you know yeah yeah, yeah i i definitely get it and even trying to find as much history as i could as far as my family is concerned yeah i you know within our family and it's common that it's always oh but you know your great grandmother is from spain or your wow. great grandfather yeah. had blonde hair blue eyes like that always comes up yeah. and it's almost like yeah we're from this island but we're really from over here which puts exactly. us here when it comes to the hierarchy of people which that's another topic but <laughs> to see to see like back-to-back -back generations from this particular area on the island is like we puerto rican for real for real like for we real could go for back, real <laughs> we could go back several several generations within the same town um and i still have more digging to do to really see how far back i could go and and how much of that is all documented as well because 
you know, once you start getting into the 1800s, the <sighs> fact that, uh, you know, some people weren't even able to sign their name That's or, right. you know, the it, like, were the census done correctly? Were names written in the same order, especially with Latinos? We sometimes carry both our mothers and fathers' names and it gets complex and all that stuff. I've learned that also. I've learned yeah. that also how you could carry that. That's what I'm saying. I'm just so intrigued. Um, I'm so intrigued by the culture um, and just by learning. Just like I said, over the last couple of years, you know, it started in 2019 and um, just the little things that I learned over, you know, the course of that year, um, mm -hmm. you know, with the special someone I had, she was very proud of, you know, her Puerto Rican heritage. And she would tell me certain things and I was just like, wow, you know what I'm saying? It was, yeah. Yeah. I, I love, I love that pride. I love that pride. Even when I used to come up to New York and, you know, uh, come kick it with a lot of my friends up there. Don't um, go in June, the Puerto Rican day parade. It's a well, see, I came up there one year. I, I think the year that the, the first time I came up there, it's funny that you just played, you played a Nori record. Nori was performing. Um, Nori was on a float the very first time I came up there. And mm -hmm. um, my, my homeboy said, man, you're never going to see anything like this in your life. And I was like, okay. You know, I didn't know what to expect. And we got out there and I was like, look at this it was just street just lined it was just the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in my life i've never seen like and, and i just wish that as black people um we had those type of things not mm -hmm. not you know not not an envious thing but it's just like i really wish that we had those type of things like i mean it's like we fighting to get martin luther king day you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> when i was yeah. a kid you know so it's like you know, I think that's the closest thing I ever been to anything like that. If if you go uh, and I don't I stopped doing it, you know, as I got older. But I remember having to be off, you know, being out of school and being able to go to Atlanta and to go to those um, Martin Luther King Day parades. And those were just so prideful, you know, but I don't know how they are now, you know, as an adult. Wait a minute. I, you know what? We 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 haven't even touched on this whole will smith chris oh. rock thing but i was mm. gonna bring up um you know congrats to quest love on a, on the documentary that i didn't yes, even see that you still need to watch apparently i'm gonna watch <laughs> it i'm the last person on planet yeah. earth <laughs> and you know it, it's i'm so happy that he won i'm just so sad that his moment to shine was overshadowed by so that was his shit. moment that that happened on so chris rock was was presenting that category when and that that's happened. his and that's one of his good friends yeah they're very good friends. wow yeah so unfortunately okay. that moment was overshadowed by what had happened but at least um more people are gonna now see it including you yeah i'm gonna <laughs> see it you. um <laughs> I promise you guys next week I'll be able to talk about it. Yeah, so you know, he actually won. So, you know, um hopefully more younger people that weren't a, 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 around that time to, could watch and be inspired and know that, you know, this was happening yeah. and it could continue to happen with with the right people and things set in motion, but it it was well put together. The footage is beautiful and clear. Like you you'll see. I'm not I'm going to stop talking about it. I <laughs> I hate that. Um, I, you know, I didn't. I mean, you know, in the touch on, on that. Um, I, I was actually DJing. So when I came back home, and I was still jet lagged even when I was DJing. Um, 
He wanted me to go like three hours. I gave him two, but I was so burnt out that by the time I got home, I was just making a video like, hey, thank everybody, you know, over the last week. And that's what I was on. And my phone just started, kept jumping. Ying, 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 ying. And I'm like, what in the heck is going on? So I didn't even pay attention to it, to be honest with you. I was like, you know what? Whatever happened, uh, I, I, you know, I looked at first. I looked to see if it was Mike and Denise or my mother or my daughter. After I didn't see that, I just kind of was like, oh, man, something must have happened out here in L.A. And I just left it alone. Yeah. Uh, I woke up the next morning and was like, oh, <laughs> oh. I, I literally just drove about an hour and a half, two hours to see my mom with the baby. I wasn't paying paying attention to any of that shit. And then literally the next morning, I'm like, oh, let me check, you know. And it's all these, you know, slapping memes. And I'm like, what did I miss? <laughs> and then when I first watched it, I honestly thought, I'm like, well, were they joking? I thought first, it was. There was no reaction from Chris. If anybody's coming to me with that look on their face, like, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to do some sort of, you know. Square. You got to get in a stance <laughs> <up>. or something. <laughs> Defensive thing. Like, Chris Rock took it. He was probably shook. His, I mean, shocked. Not shook, but shocked. That that even happened, you I'm, know what I'm saying? Like I want to, I want to know the camera angle, like behind Chris Rock, like where you could see Will's face. Was Will still smiling? Is my thing, because I remember uh, when I watched it, I remember him saying, "Uh oh, here comes Richard." Here comes, you know, when yeah. he said that, yeah. the way he said that, I was just like, oh, "Are they playing?" And then even when he hit him, he kind of ate it, like. Yeah, it was, it like, was like, Wha-pa. that's why I <laughs> yeah. kind of thought it was like, you know, one of them wrestling moves where it looks like a smack and they're both, they both know exactly how to turn and all that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I literally was like, again, but then he sat down and was like, was get my wife's name out your fucking, I was like, oh, and his lip was shaking. Yeah, so, like the quiver, the, the when I'm that mad quiver comes. Quiver. Ain't no joking. <laughs> yeah. And then you see Lupita Nyong'o behind Will Smith like, oh, shit. Making them faces like. <laughs> yeah, because all the crowd was still laughing and stuff like that. So I because thought it was. Because the crowd, a... I'm sure the crowd was probably like, yo, what kind of skit is this? This is exactly. two funny black guys. This is about to be a funny skit. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But it, well. was, it was for real. And then remember, too, you have fans that are sitting high up there. You got a whole bunch of. You know, fans, part, you know, watching, they, they, they probably won some contest where they get to get free tickets to the Oscars and all this shit. So, <laughs> you know, they're probably like, oh, you know, what's going on? But that shit was for real. I'm glad that was Chris and not Tony Rock, though. I'm going to tell you that because that was Tony. <laughs> oh, man. If that was Tony, it would have been hands. It would have been There's so many, so many just cra crazy memes just came from that moment where I, legit i was just scrolling i'm like yo i need to see this footage for myself because this shit is will smith like fresh prince of bel-air like the most likable person ever you know, you know even though the whole situation with jada and august whatever her her side piece was and all this yeah shit. i don't know but anyway everybody got a breaking point though even the nicest even the meekest of animals you know yeah you, but he was laughing at the joke until he turned and saw that jada that was the breaking point yeah that's the saw breaking point her face and i gotta like, go home to that i, I have to, to go home dude. to that. yeah 
I have to go home to that, man. Um, I, you know, I, I, um, I talked to some people and, um, at least I heard that they might've pieced that up. So I'm hoping if that is true, you know, that they were able to kind of converse amongst each other or, you know, go back in the green room and give each other five minutes. Cause sometimes hey, you might need that too. So, <laughs> cause if I was Chris Rock, man, I, I probably would have said, Hey man, uh, you know, that, hey, that's cool, sir. But uh, I need five minutes. You know, got to say it like consequence. I need five minutes straight like that. Remember when <laughs> consequence was all mad. He was <laughs> up there, up there on the breakfast club straight like that. He should have straight like, yo, that. like it was so awkward. What's up, Los? Right after it was just so, so awkward. And, you know, props to him to coming back with a line and then collecting himself. <laughs> and then keeping it moving but he uh, ate that he ate it he ate, he ate it. it it's just it's just sad that it had a you know happened that way and it and it you know hey sometimes it gotta happen trip. like that though sometimes i mean i, I i'm not a proponent listen um uh, <laughs> you like I, listen let me tell you something listen i don't um, condone violence but I, i've i've i i can't i i can't i can't sit here and and, and be on a um on, on a moral high horse on that um i've been known to put um hand to face um so i can't speak against what he did i i hate that it was on national tv and um i wish that again they could have had he could he could at least have five minutes in the back that's that's my whole thing just you take that in the back but i, I again i would never speak ill against either one of them um i i feel like that's their business and <laughs> and hey, he said what he said, and he did what he did, and y'all gotta eat that because at the end of the day, y'all y'all making way more money than what I'm making. <laughs> yeah, and the joke wasn't that serious. It wasn't. If you but really you gotta wanna... go home to that, that's the thing. Man. That's the thing. It's she that we had a whole red table discussion. Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> like that's what's that gonna shit. happen. I feel like that's what's gonna happen. Yo, I if feel I were like... Chris Rock, I'd make a whole Netflix. I feel Special. like that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I feel like that's what I told somebody that on Monday after I saw it when um when I actually started responding to people. Um, I literally said, "Don't be surprised if you don't see a red table with Chris Rock and her and Will and they all and, and it was the grandma and the daughter and they all sitting there and they all just talking and um you know and and they and they piece it out. Wouldn't that be the ultimate ending to that? If Chris Rock even wants to do that, I. I don't know if I would want to sit across from that cat right now. You know, yeah, like I said, it, it would probably have to be five minutes that I need first. Though. Give me my five minutes and then we can go talk. Yeah, because that's what you do. But <laughs> I'm getting ready to give us a little something for uh, you was telling you. you See, I'm, I'm playing off of what you just did. You, you were talking about your dancing background and you said you have a breaking background. Well, I'm getting ready to play. Uh, a friend of mine up in um, up in Canada has a, a label called Prime Source. Uh, he goes by the name of Wallapy, and the name of this song I'm getting ready to play uh, is from Hidden Groove, and the name of the song I'm going to play is called Breakers Groove. So um, this is just for Chaotic Blaze. There's a little something Yay. for the breakers out there for the breakers. It's on 45, and I want you guys to taste this. <laughs> No slaps included. 
Radiotron. I did. That was the radio. Oh man, I can take you to the Radiotron too. Don't do not get me hype. The Radiotron. The radio. <laughs> I get hype about the Radiotron. Yes, we did go to the Radiotron. Producing mix by Hidden Groove. Um, this was a pretty cool song. And um, there's another song on the A side called um, that was the B side. A song is called uh, Heating Up. So um, if you guys are able to find this Hidden Groove, Heating Up Breakers Groove. It's on the Prime Source label. And um, shout out to my boy Wallapi up there in Canada. Very nice. But it's my turn. Your turn. You know what? It's so funny. When we were talking about that foolishness, all our numbers jump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. So music is the key about Chris Rock and Will Smith. It happens. You know, hey, man, (sighs) sometimes it happens. Things like that happen in life, you know. But uh, the key is how you get over it, you know. Yeah. I'm yeah. never going to sit here and try to act like I'm, I ain't God. Just last December, you know, I, I had to put hands and feet on somebody. So, um, Damn, you it, said hands and feet. Both, both. Hands and both, feet. Both. All right. So, well, um, hopefully uh, this, this, this next song, um, <laughs> love is the message. Mother, oh father, God, sister, come on, let's brother. get that message. <laughs> <laughs> it's the message we want to put out there. Yes, love. love is the message. <laughs> Violence. We do not condone it. We don't condone that at all. Okay. Just putting that out there. Actually, I think this is the second song I've covered from Mother, Father, Sister, Brother, MFSB. Mm. The first, I think, was um, the theme from Soul Train, The Sounds of Philadelphia, which is another classic. I have that on 45 as well. Um, But specifically, with Love is the Message, I get goosebumps every time I hear it. It is a staple at house music functions especially within uh, the summers of 78 and 79 although this album 
was released in 73. Um, so yeah, here is mother, father, sister, brother with love is the message. like the middle because this song is so long but this is the best part Mother, father, sister, brother, love is the message. Something I guess Daryl needed to listen to. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I didn't slap nobody in the Oscars. I'm good. <laughs> and yo, look at this cover. I love that cover. Look at this I, cover, man. I love all of their covers, so, though. So relative. Yes. Then and now. Yes. Love is the message. And we have to share that message. Um, anytime that we get the opportunity to, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, God, I hate to, cause I haven't even talked about that, but I, I think that, see, I can relate so much to Will Smith for always just being a nice guy. Um, I really can relate to that. And there's just that moment though. Those are those moments of break when you're just always just trying to be sweet always trying to be nice, always trying to do things the right way. And then you just have those moments. So when I was watching him during that speech, I, I could I could really relate to that. Um, just, you know, you messed up and you know, you let a bunch of people down at the same time. You knew you had to do what you had to do. And um, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I really relate to that. Like it made me really just sit back and think, you know, um, during that. And I know a lot of people have a bunch of different opinions. And uh, if you know, just, I, I stayed away from all of that. I really did. But uh, I wish I wish both of them the best again. I hope they piece that up, you know, especially as two brothers. But, you know, sometimes you got to slap a motherfucker. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean. But um, let's talk about some love right now. Um, Aww, you sound yeah. like Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I'm not gonna play Will Smith today. Um, I should have though. I should have played just the two of us. But <laughs> right now I'm gonna play. I'm I'm going to take this to a MC that a lot of people don't really didn't really know that I really like like that. But I, I love Nas. Um, I think Nas is probably one of the coolest 
people on earth. Um, I mean, he, he transcends time and um, he's just one of those artists that you just got to respect. Um, this album, King's Disease, uh, mm-hmm. which is so weird because they just released uh, King Disease 2 on vinyl yep. last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was last week when I was leaving. Um, so when I flew down to Atlanta, the first thing I asked uh, JB, I didn't even get a chance to shop. It was so crazy. Like, I helped put that event together, you know, got all the DJs and stuff together. Didn't even get to shop at the record store. And that's one of my favorite record stores. But when I got there on Thursday night, the first thing I said was, hey, do you have Nas King's disease? That's the first thing I said. And he said, uh, when we set off the records, I think it'll be one. Because JB has a, he has a real deep voice. I walked in on Friday. I said, is that Nas record? That's the first thing I said. Is that Nas record in here? And he said, yes. So I went right over there. He said, you better go get it. I grabbed it. Um, this song has really been on my heart for the last, God, three, four, five months, to be honest with you. Uh, the name of the song I'm getting ready to play right now is Full Circle. I'm going to let this breathe because uh, Full Circle is basically the firm. Um, mm-hmm. You got Nas rapping with AZ, uh, Foxy Brown, and Cormega. I'm not going to play the Foxy Brown uh, verse on it's this song. not my favorite. You like Foxy Brown's verse on this song? No, I said it's not my favorite. I did not like her voice yeah. on the, uh, her verse on this because it was not as introspective as where the fellas went. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not being, and, 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 and it was funny because as I was riding around all day, I was like, man, I hope, I hope Blaze is not like, won't be mad at me for, nah, for playing. No, I get it. Cause you okay. know what? When, once I saw that she was um, attached to this project, I was, you know, I was excited. Yes. I was listening to it in the car. So yes. you already know when you listen to music, that's the, one of the best ways if you're not in a studio to listen to music that's in right. the car. And I was just like, I felt let down a little bit. And I don't know if it's because, you know, Hip Hop Blaze that's approaching 40 has a special place in my heart for Miss Foxy Brown uh-huh. and the work that she's, you know, put out and contributed to hip hop since she was you know introduced some time ago so i was mm-hmm. kind of like expecting something but you know but much respect for her for, for laying down yes. those that verse and but you know everybody came through heavy on, on some I'll, interest- I'll, you just play it and we'll talk about it yeah yeah we'll talk about it after. we'll talk about it afterwards because i feel like i could relate to a, a piece of every last one of these gentlemen not not as much AZ, but a piece of some of what AZ was saying. But let's go ahead and get to the song. This song is called Full Circle. It's our title track of the week. And um, taste it. Hey, yo, hit boy, man. I need to roll up some of that Fonto you got, man. I be seeing you smoking. Y'all that IE weather. Uh. Tilted brim like Goldie talking. Prior listening, my prior women had no remorse. When they tried to end up, no discourse, no discussion. I'm all alone. And all the people with the big hats on went home. So what you gonna do now, Goldie? Your bottom left you. It's up to me and you, Goldie. Do introspection. You ain't Goldie, you nines. And my heart ain't cold as it was. And I go through multiple love triangles over and over enough. I talk to my boxing trainer. He's my logic explainer. 
conversations through our combinations. He told me stick and move, and different rules apply to different women. Some women's in the licking women, some women's independent, some women want brothers who educated, some women want business leather seats that are perforated. Some do malevolent snake shit, and you can miss me with that fake shit. Dialogue superb, flies cars on the curb. Word when I evolved, the higher God emerged, preserved more subtle. Come from the stress and the struggle. Young then, obsessed in the bubble about it. Took advantage if a woman allowed it. One of the phallus, someone say I was childish, money driven. Receivers, I perceived it as living. Gifts and ribbons, any kisses on the lips were forbidden. I was on it. See, Curry didn't show he was cornered. No worries for the naughty, it was high performance, or was it really? The games that I was playing was silly. Similar to them days when I was packing. That Millie, it could've killed me. Caution never crossing my mind. She calling crime. Me, I'm more concerned why she ain't falling in line. Was bugging. Grew a lot since they said I was stubborn. Guess it's real, even players need loving. When you enamored by female companions, there's no standards. What you hit and it's switched the dynamics. That's the damage reflecting no first impressions. What she expecting? Why women don't follow directions? It's deception. I was intrigued by fine women. I realized some would drop dead gorgeous living a lie. Oblivious to beauty inside truly defines. Will you walk with me or are you there for the ride? For better or worse. Every blessing and curse, understand exotic sands come after the dirt. I was dealing since adolescent, thinking my girl was my possession. I stand corrected. It takes understanding and affection. Time is money. I need growth for my investment. I don't like attention unless it's a woman with majestic grace like an empress in essence. Let's just chill, catch vibes in the grill, celebrating. Many of us never made it. Whatever brings you down won't elevate you. Like a real one beside you is very great. Yeah, man. Oh, oh my God, man. It was just like talking to your homeboys. Uh, it, literally, like those are the kind of conversations that um, I have with my real guys. Um, when we just sit down and we're just having conversations. Um, and, and I felt like that's what we got from that record. Mm -hmm. Just to know that Nas... Like, I'm like, yo, Nas, like, you feel like I feel? I, when I first heard that song, it's like, how is Nas feeling like I feel? But that just shows that that, that human side, man, and, and everybody, um, everybody don't, don't, don't give you stuff like that. So mm -hmm. especially in today's, um, in today's hip hop or in today's, you know, uh, life, everybody is, is so fly and everybody's so cool. But the 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 level of vulnerability in that in 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 those three verses was just like ah it blew me away and I I, I think that's why I've really uh, been thinking about this song so much because you know you know as you get older well well my birthday's in was in November so as you get older you start thinking about your your mortality a lot more and I think that's when I, I this song just really hit me one day you know and I was just yeah, so it's been since my birthday that uh, November 20th, since Thanksgiving, I've just literally have been like stuck on this song. So, yeah, that's full circle um, with the firm. Again, no disrespect to Foxy Brown, but she was Word. on some fly shit, you know, on this song. And Word. this song wasn't about no fly shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, it, it, selection. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that was the thing. Of the, that, that's the track of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, finishing the show with um, something that was released 10 years ago. Mm. Um, brought to you by, actually, the song wasn't released 10 years ago, but this compilation album was brought to you by Secret Stash Records. 
Hmm. Twin Cities Funk and Soul Lost R&B Grooves from Minneapolis, St. Paul, 1964 to 79. How do I not have this? Why? (laughs) This is actually the special edition or limited edition, sorry. And it comes with a newspaper. This is actually really fresh. Bong. I'll open this later, but um, you can't really see it, but yeah. Um, but this goes back to what I was saying earlier as far as the Prince connection. Yeah. Um, you know, he's from Minneapolis. That's right. And um, what what I chose to, to play today is actually the Lewis connection. The song Get Up is dope, it's funky. And Prince is actually on um, background vocals and guitar on this song. That's right. Um, That's- that's I mean, sorry, very... not this song specifically, on another song from the Lewis Connection, but the Lu- this is a song I, sh- I decided to choose from the Lewis Connection, but that was the first time that Prince was ever on anybody else's shit, mm-hmm. which is with the group, the Lewis Connection, and... Terry Lewis. Um, yeah, exactly. So I'm playing Get Up from them, which is on this compilation album brought to you by Secret Stash Records, so... Here is the Lewis collection with Get Up. Get Up and the song I was referring to is Got To Be Here by the Lewis Connection. That's the track where Prince is doing background vocals and guitar. The first time he's ever done that for anyone. Um, yeah, and you could find this on Secret Stash Records uh, site. It was uh, released in 2012, but there's a whole bunch of bangers on here. It's like 20 plus songs. Um, so if you're into you know rare R&B and funk grooves from that era, You'll find it here. So that's that's so crazy because um my my uncle who happens to be one of the people watching this he just hit me up and he was like so that that one wasn't even the Terry Lewis one he was like that was the alternative uh name for the band the family um that was another yeah. that was another uh, Minneapolis band up there he takes me this long paragraph and um. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I can't read it all right there, but he said that 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 lead voice was the voice of Funky Town. Um, I think her name is Cynthia. Um, and yeah, is again he's still texting, and I wish he would stop. But <laughs> let us know. Let us. Yeah, know. yeah, he is letting us know. But yeah, uh, it's funny because this is another uh, Minneapolis. Uh, remember, I told you when my shelf broke, and I uh, remember it got. It ate the majority of the shelf, but uh, this is another one of those type of things here. It's, it's like uh, it's called forecasting a purple snow, which I have another one on the way since I've damaged this one. But I'll just keep this one, you know, uh, see another one to be sealed. But, um, man, I, I love those old Minneapolis uh, sound tracks because, man, it, it, it's just representing of a time when, you know, your parents are at work and the kids are just, hey, we got these instruments. You know, it's snowing. We can't really go outside, so we got to do something. And it's just so beautiful how so many artists have came out of that city and, and produced mm -hmm. so many great hits. So, yeah, that's that's dope, man. Dope, dope selection right there, Blaze. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you got anything coming up this week? What you got? You know, still getting the school together. It's on the oh my damn, my mic is loud. Um, it's on the wraps, but oh, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Some secret stuff, but um, I'm just excited to be able to talk about it. Hopefully, this upcoming week um, before okay. I take off to uh, my vacation and my trip to Houston. Um, but yeah, that's I'll next week, right? Um, I leave the ninth, so I guess next Two. Saturday. Next Saturday, yeah. Yeah. But I'll be yeah, here next make, Tuesday. Yeah, because I wanted to make sure I plan. I'm going to go snatch the rest of that stuff up out of Atlanta around that same time. Yeah. yeah. I don't okay. want to go back to Atlanta and look at my storage ever again. I got anxiety. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. No, no. I'm giving Atlanta way too much money a month to not be there anymore. So, yeah, it was good being there. But I was like, ah, I got to get all this stuff out of here. So, yeah, Goodwill is getting ready to come up. Not on no records, though. But yeah, I was like, for real? <laughs> no, nah, not on no records. Not on no records. Just a yeah, bunch of clothes. I mean, things I hadn't worn in three years. I mean, like, if you're not going to wear them, if you ain't worn them in three years, you're probably not going to wear them. And, and some of them shoes are going to stock X. I'm not going to lie. It's so many Jordans. When I used to work in a radio station and stuff like that, that, you know, I would get sent to me. So, yeah, that stuff's going to stock X. I don't even wear Jordans anymore. I wear Fila now. They send them to me. So, you know, <laughs> y'all can have Lucky those. You. I can just make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can make money. Carlos said AZ snapped on that song. He did snap on that yeah. song. But I, I think I, I identify with more of Nas and Cormega uh, on that song more than AZ. AZ's a player. And you can tell he is, you know. Mm. And um, he was telling you who he was. Um, but I, I identify more with Nas's verse, to be honest with you, uh, on that on that song than anything, um, Carlos. Um, that was probably the one that probably hit me more than anything. Um, but yeah, this is music is a key. It was a beautiful show, man. I'm happy I got a chance to get down and had a chance to make up from last week because I was so <laughs> out of it last week. I don't know. Blaze held me up. She was like, "Come on, Daryl, I got you, I got you." Because yeah, I was out of it last week, man. I was so ready to hit that plane. I was so. I hadn't been sleeping. My mind was everywhere. So, yeah, thank you so much last week for that, Blaze. And um, before we even get off, I want to make sure that I say, uh, Mike, get well, man. Mike ruptured his appendix, y'all. So mm. um, I, a lot of people kept asking me last week, where's Denise and Mike? Are they coming? You know, we get to meet Denise and Mike. And um, 
I took so many meetings last week that Denise set up and I was like, Denise, what is happening? But um it was just it was it was beautiful um to know that he's okay and um you know my mind is you know I'm always with them and um I'm just happy to know that you know he's okay, he's recovering and um I'll be out there to see you a little bit later, homie. So uh, you know, I know you guys are watching this, so I hope everything right. is good and you know i'll bring some applesauce or something <laughs> Damn! <laughs> you got anything you want to close out with um no just stay tuned if you're not following me please follow me twitch if you're not doing so already at dj chaotic blaze ig at chaotic blaze soundcloud chaotic blaze k-a-o-t-i-c-b-l-a-z-e and yeah tune in every week tuesday we here we are here every week Except for uh, in two weeks, we won't be here. Yeah, except for then. But then except, after that, we're here. <laughs> well, after that, we're here. After that, we're here. We'll see yeah. you guys very soon. And thank you so much.